0: WTLC-AM W236-CR Indianapolis Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy It's community connection Brought to you by Child Advocates Your voice, their future On Praise AM 1310 95.1 FM
1: And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Thursday, February the 15th. Happy birthday, Mr. Kenny. Uh, On the show today, what else? What else is there to talk about? Well, there's a lot more to talk about, but uh, we are going to keep you uh, keep you going and keep you going with the information regarding NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, It's kicking off right about now. I guess if you want to start the weekend today, we'll start the weekend today. A lot of things going on. Uh, We're going to talk about a number of things, including a tribute uh, to a Pacers great, a a late Pacers great, uh, who is also an NBA um, great, also uh, a basketball Hall of Famer. Um, We'll also have another pair of tickets uh, for the NBA HBCU Classic basketball game this Saturday between Winston Salem State and Virginia Union, again we will have one more pair of free tickets for the HBCU NBA, uh, the NBA All Star HBCU Classic. I believe that's is that the right name? Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a long it's a long title, but <laughs> but it's happening, uh, and we've got some free tickets for you uh, for Saturday afternoon. So stay tuned. Uh, to listen for your chance to win that, um, and if we can track him down, I know he is a busy, busy man with All Star Weekend and everything in between. We can track him down. We're going to bring you um, sports with Indianapolis Recorder sports writer Danny Bridges, um, and I'm sure uh, when Danny does come on, he's going to have a lot to say, AJ. So uh, <laughs> just hear it because he he'll be you know we haven't seen him since the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, or talked to him rather since the Super Bowl, and now with the NBA. Uh, All-Star Weekend coming up. Danny's going to have a lot on his plate, so we're going to get to Danny uh, as well. So uh, the the NBA All-Star uh, tri- All-Star Weekend tribute uh, to uh, former Pacers great and uh, NBA uh, basketball just 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 basketball Hall of Famer. We don't have to say NBA. He's a Naismith Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming up, uh, and uh, Danny. Both of those are in our second hour. Uh, But right now, our lines are open. They are going to be open. First hour of the show, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. Kind of a segue, uh, AJ, uh, a lot of this developed almost immediately after we got off the air yesterday. We started hearing about it. And as you may uh, out there, may or may not have heard, uh, there has been... Uh, another mass shooting
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, here in the United States of America on Valentine's Day. Yesterday, of course, being Valentine's Day. Um, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, you know, I, I don't know what more could be said uh, about the proliferation. There's, you know, what are we? We're barely into the second month of the year. We're barely into the second month of the year. And right here in the good old U.S. of A., we have had more than 40, more than 40 mass shootings already.
2: Already. Oh,
1: my gosh. I, you know, the, the numbers differ, I guess, in terms of how you categorize it. But uh, in in a month and a half, basically, we're a month and a half into the year, and we've already had 40. More than 40. We've had more than 40. So, uh yeah, three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. It's starting to, it, well, not starting to. It has for a long time. It looks like you just can't do a whole lot of anything. But I'm gonna. Th- this is from Black America Web, um, and and I'm gonna read some of it to you. Um, it says a football championship celebration ended in deadly gunfire Wednesday afternoon in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, a mass shooting brought. To an end, the rally following the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade. Uh, One person was killed and over 20 others were wounded in the area around the city's Union Station. Uh, According to hospital officials, nine of the wounded were children, ages 6 to 15. Um, It goes on to say Fox News reported radio station KKFI said in a Facebook post Wednesday evening that DJ Lisa Lopez, host of The Taste of Tejano, Program was killed uh, in the shooting. So a member of the media uh, was killed in that shooting. Um, Kansas City Police reported that three people were in custody, but no motive um, has been announced. Uh, in the wake of the shootings, people, many wearing jerseys of their celebrated team, were recorded on phones helping those wounded before emergency medical teams arrived. Fans and players alike were comforting each other uh, many were seen rocking, crying children and babies, some adults hugging each other and asking why for the umpteenth time. Um, there's another station that looks like KMBC reported some members of the Kansas City Chiefs reportedly helped children in seconds. Uh, within seconds after the shooting uh, outside of Union Station. Albert Breer, an NFL insider at Sports Illustrated, said Chiefs players uh, left the parade in shock. Well, no kidding. Really? Uh, who wouldn't be in shock after you come under fire Yeah. who wouldn't be in shock um in atlanta uh, there was no celebration just another school day as students were dismissed from benjamin mays high school when shots were fired from a passing vehicle four students were wounded at the school's lower campus parking lot during a wednesday night news conference police say uh confirmed the male students ages 17 and 18 sustained non-life-threatening injuries um Those, you know, so there, you know, um, that that was in Atlanta last night uh, or was it this morning? I can't remember. It all starts to run together. But uh, two young children, uh, a teenager and a child under the age of 10 were uh, shot uh, by someone just spraying bullets uh, in their, you know, at their apartment complex uh, out on the I think it was. Let me see where that was. Did you hear about that one, too? No, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah. Um, And so, um, yeah, I just saw that on the news as I was coming, you know, about to come into the studio. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fortunately, the children uh, are not believed to be uh, in danger of losing. They're, They're expected to survive, I guess we could say. Um, but they're traumatized, you know. they said the Chiefs players were in shock. Yeah, they were shocked. You're laying in your bed, not doing anything. You're you're just at home, and all of a sudden, a spray of bullets comes, uh, you know, just just roaring through your house, and you're hit. Mm. Uh, so, um, I, you know, there there doesn't seem to be um, anything whatsoever that is going to uh, spur politicians who can do something about this doesn't seem to be anything whatsoever. There is no appeal to their humanity, if you will. Uh, It just, they just seem to be content to let the carnage continue and uh, let everything just pile up. Now, Missouri in all fairness has one of uh, it. It was reported and I looked it up and it's true. One of the worst um, gun, you know, some of the worst gun laws in the nation among the, the, you know, the top five worst, uh, in the nation, uh, that is Missouri, the state of Missouri. And, um, you know, what do you... I, I don't know, but I... Uh, for all of the, the people who argue it's not the guns, I, I couldn't disagree more. The proliferation, the availability, uh, the fact that so many of these gun laws are being loosened instead of tightened, especially in places like the state of Indiana, which, by the way, got a D-minus... Um, Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, their gun laws uh, and is not in the top five worst but is not in the top 25 best either. It's, I think, uh, Giffords, I think is that, that's the name of the organization. I'll look it up. But um, Indiana's just, you know, they're right there and uh, with no no conscience, no anything. Um, And when you listen to the coverage, uh the news coverage it it sounds it sounds like a template to me. I have to turn it off. Mm. Doesn't it sound like a template to you?
3: Uh yeah, and I don't mm. know if it's because you know I I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. of the the multitude of times that we've had to have this conversation mm-hmm. or if it's because we're trying to purposely desensitize people. It, it it's a tough one.
1: I I don't know how tough it sh- it's tougher than what it should be.
3: Yeah, and it's for 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 reasons, and we mm-hmm. we have to do something. We have to get into into the state houses, into the courthouses, mm-hmm. and try to make a change because this is this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, they'll ban they'll ban a book. Yeah, ridiculous.
1: yeah, exactly. They'll ban a book in a New York minute. They will ban a book and go to the mats over books. These same Republican lawmakers who block 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 year in year out, day in and day out. Um, any and all efforts and attempts at common sense gun regulation and I'm sorry i I know that there are gun owners out there that that and, and this is not to take away anyone's right to have a gun but there mm-hmm. should be common sense regulations around these because pretty soon we're all going to be hostage to to the to the gun lobby exactly. we're all going to be hostage you can't go anywhere you can't do anything
3: and if you if you watch the video of the the Kansas City shooting at the uh oh. the celebration you can you can see the weapon on the ground, oh really it's huge
1: mm-hmm.
3: and it's it's how did first of all how did you get that in there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. second of all yeah <laughs> the access to these to these type of weapons it's not necessary Mm-mm. the typical civilian does not need high powered rifles you you don't i'm I'm here to say it. Um, Ex military, you, yeah. you just don't need it.
1: Weapons of war, uh, AJ. Uh, everybody needs a weapon of war, and that way everybody can, you know. That I mean, it's just it's it's an insanity. It's a sickness. It's an infection that is really really difficult to understand how it's able to just continue to proliferate. And you know, what if one of the chiefs? What what if one of those football players? you, you think that would have changed anything? No.
3: I, just, I, just, I don't know if the, if a stray bullet hits Patrick Mahomes in the chest, mm-hmm. you you probably want to tighten something up.
1: You would think,
3: but it since it's just regular people, it's a regular, you know.
1: And you know what? The, and and AJ, as usual. that's that's such a good point because I've heard so many people say that until it strikes them right at their right, front yeah. door right on their doorstep, they are going to yeah. turn a deaf ear yeah, to it yeah, and continue you know, to uh, act like, to well, it. that's somebody else, that's not me. They're going to continue to do that. And I don't oh, want to see another oh, person God. hit by gunfire. I really don't. But you got to believe that given human nature, you're right, maybe a Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey or, or, or one of their other, you know, high-profile stars had, had been hit uh, and, and maybe even taken out. Do you think that I, I – but you know what? I'm I'm almost – I'm to the point now where I think even that probably wouldn't do it. Maybe like, not. I think it probably has to be in their house, in their backyard, on their front steps. Um, and maybe I, – I don't know even that. But uh, – and, and you know what? What's going to happen? You know, it's going to be presented to them, and they're going to say, well – uh, this was somebody, or this was, you know. It's we we have to maintain our guns. We have to keep
3: our, you know. It's and I'm all for guns. that. I'm, yeah. I am all for that. But it's it's certain things that mm. the regular civilian does not need to have access to, and you know.
1: I, I think I, that that I distorts. I don't agree with that. That, that distorts the true spirit of the conversation, and it distorts the word common sense. It mm-hmm. dis- that argument is is very di- just disingenuous. It's. Uh, uh, and for indiana in in the midst of all of this for the state of indiana to loosen loosen gun laws um it's it's beyond sick it's just it's just crazy so uh 3179723008 317972 um 3008 um and just very quickly we got a couple of phone calls we're going to get to those uh just seconds from now but i wanted to give you an idea of uh, some of the states with the strongest gun laws uh california new jersey uh connecticut and hawaii those are some of the states with some of the strongest gun laws the best some of the states with the weakest gun laws these are the top four or five uh arkansas missouri Idaho and Wyoming. And again, this is from 2023. Okay. We're just barely into 2024, so we don't have the rankings yet. But this is according to Gifford's annual gun law scorecard. Indiana received a D- from that annual gun law scorecard. Indiana, the state of Indiana, got a D- and ranks 25th out of 50 in gun law strength uh, ranking, and so I'm, I'm
3: sorry, Tina. You said 26th out of out of 50 with a D minus ranking. 25th,
1: 25. Out, 25 out with, of 50 with a D minus. With a D minus, yeah. According to the uh, Giffords Annual Gun Law Scorecard.
3: So that means that more than half the states are failing. Uh,
1: well, it mean, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, 20, yeah, 25 out of 50. That's Indiana. And we're uh,
3: a D minus. So that and means we're D-. That D-. The rest of them have to be lower. Uh, the rest have to be lower. Yeah, the rest are
1: failing. Yeah, you're right. Doing the math. Horrible. That's awful. It's awful. And and you only have a handful of states with some of the strongest. And and that's, you know, I guess that's all relative. Again, California, New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, and Hawaii. Um, but the worst, Arkansas, Missouri, Idaho, Wyoming, and, you know, the list goes on and on. So, yep, yep, yep. Uh, 317-972-3008. Anonymous, go ahead. How are you? Hello?
4: Yes. Yes, uh, I got a question for you guys. Who who makes all the ammo? Who's making all these guns? Who's making the caskets? Who owns the majority of funeral homes? Who owns all these graveyards, grave
5: sites? And I can go on a little bit further, but answer that for me, if you will, on the phone.
1: Well, I'm trying. Well, I, we don't have a whole lot. Of, so, what is your what's your point or what's your question?
4: I mean. Behind all this is the white man. He owns all this stuff that's going on in the world today. If you look at it, it's not a question, it's just a comment. Thank you. Uh, Have a
1: good day. Yeah, a comment. And, and I, you know what? I hesitate to say that this is just a, a white, uh, uh, I think it's a capitalistic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just uh, you know, there's a lot of black capitalists who have just as much to gain from this as, as as a white one does, or a Hispanic, or or any other. It's it's a capitalistic thing. I will say it's money. Um, you know. Anyway, three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. I think we do ourselves a disservice if we sit back and say it's the white man.
3: Yes, you're you hit the nail on the head when you're saying it's the capitalistic society because if we, it's it's not even a capitalistic society. It's really american Mm -hmm. capitalism Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. because
3: if we look to the north this doesn't happen if Mm -mm. we look overseas to to sweden and other countries that have tremendously low murder rates Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. it's, it's not just murder though aj because murder is one of the results but it's the proliferation of gun violence in general because everybody that's shot does doesn't die exactly and and so when you look at murder rates that tells part of the story but when you look at the the number of gun uh you know gun related gunshots gun violence when you look at those numbers that is appalling that is absolutely absolutely positively uh, appalling uh 317-972-3008 317-972-3008 jeff go ahead
4: hey Tina, hey how you guys doing good how are you and uh, AJ took a little bit of my thunder from mm-hmm. me there, but that's okay. There, you know, he's a sharp guy. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what does Australia, Europe, Japan, Canada? What, what, why do they? What you know? These are some of the most advanced, you know, nations on the planet, and they're getting it right. And we're we're supposed to be on the top of the heat, but we have some of the highest uh, homicide rates, gun violence, many mm-hmm. industrial. You know,
1: Industrialized nation, point. yeah, mm-hmm.
4: yeah, and mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, and I wish Dion was there because I know uh, maybe Dion has involved in this thinking. But it's you know, just this thing here, Tina. You, know, you kind of touched on a little bit earlier. You know, always oh, just these democratic cities, and you know, it's Chicago, it's Detroit, it's mm-hmm. Indianapolis. Well, if you look and you just cited Tina, some of the mm-hmm. most strictest gun laws are in blue states, and some of the most out of control gun laws are in these republican let me say that one more time because mm-hmm. you know Dion, i hope you're listening because you know i know you think democrats are barbarians and everything but it's the it's republicans who've got these out of control gun laws why because they're beholden to the national rifle association and you're right tina the bottom line is green it's not black it's not white mm-hmm. it's green mm-hmm. even the president of mexico said you know what why do you america keep sending your guns down? you know i got a cartel problem but no most of your guns are coming from these manufacturers in the united states and they're coming down to mexico and they and these cartels get hold of these military grade weapons yes i'm a veteran too united states Navy. i won't mm-hmm. hold the army against you there uh, <laughs> uh AK. but uh, but and these weapons are uh, geared for one thing one thing only to get rid of people mm-hmm, all right mm-hmm. that's it that's it i mean listen uh the bottom line is capitalism and i hear these these gun nuts and that's why i call them gun nuts they talk about well you know i have a right to own guns yeah nobody's talking about the second amendment we can debate the second amendment all day long and mm-hmm. you know but listen i'm a to you know about, i dare the government to take my guns away from me mm-hmm. you don't really want to go down that path you really do you know and, and you know what if the government do say you know we're going to take your guns away from what you going to do really ask yourself that question oh you know, we, we ain't got to worry about a swat team all they got to do is send a little drone or a helicopter. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got, do anybody remember a guy by the name of David Koresh?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, big old, big time religious fanatic, gun nut. It didn't end very well for him, did it? Mm, no. No, okay, so let this just not just not, It's about the government going to take your guns. Nobody's going first of all, no one's going to take your guns away from
1: you. Don't. So no, the, and that's that's the point. And I think that that's a disingenuous uh, uh, argument to why there needs to be common sense regulations sure. around these guns because i don't care what anybody says you will never convince me that the problem is not the guns the, you know the the proliferation and the access that's the problem now you can they can argue all they want that it is the people and it is uh, mental illness and all the those are contributing factors but mm-hmm. the underlying factor the underlying problem is they're too far too easy to access for anybody and everybody that wants them and loosening restrictions like lowering the age instead of perhaps raising the age is insanity and and at and some quickly. point it has to stop. It has to stop. And Real
4: quickly, I know the age. I think you're you're from Chicago.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: And most of the guns that end up in the streets of Chicago, guess where they're from?
3: Indiana. They come right Indiana, over the border. Indiana, a mm-hmm. red
4: state. Mm-hmm. Most of the, most of the havoc that's taking place in the city of Chicago, those most of those weapons are from mm-hmm. in good old Indiana. You know, yeah. but yet Indiana be the first one to point. Look at those uh, vice lords and those you know the gangster mm-hmm. disciples up there in Chicago yeah but maybe 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 you need to stop giving them guns
5: you know yeah. i mean
4: maybe that would be a great place to start but it's all about the bottom line it's all about the dollar sign they, you know the the, the president of yeah. mexico is upset with the united states because you guys keep sending ar-15s ak-47s riot guns down here to mexico and the cartels just eat it up because they got
2: yeah. resources
4: yeah. down here and so yeah. listen you know uh i don't at least we didn't hear thoughts and prayers and i'm so sick of that yeah. You're pre- well, yeah, you're really so concerned, yes, you quit the banned books. You quit the band, Mark Twain, mm-hmm. Alex
6: Haley, mm-hmm. uh, Tony uh, Morris Walker. And
4: yeah, Tony Morrison. Uh, uh, These people
1: are dangerous, but a gun is not. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I get oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I yeah. read
6: Ray Bradbury,
4: mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so. yeah, he was right. You know, he did get Fahrenheit 451 right. You know, you know, you want to burn up books, but yet you're okay with your AK-47. But you know, maybe yeah. you guys are wise enough because. Maybe a book is more dangerous than a gun because people start
1: thinking when yeah, they read books. You That's mean? true. That's true, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, but thank you. Appreciate it. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. But uh, the, the hypocrisy behind that, uh, you know, when you juxtaposition those two, the hypocrisy is just de- is just knocks you down. Mm-hmm. Um, Lifestyles with Eric. Go ahead. How are you?
7: Just trying to keep my thoughts together. Happy Thursday. <laughs> to hey everybody. Um, I just wanted to say this. First of all my condolences to the uh people that lost lives the people that were injured in mm-hmm. kansas city that is horrible that is terrible uh i don't agree i i agree it's a, i think it's a people thing but let me finish um if we hadn't had any high-powered uh incidents in the united states since it started would we be in it happen let's just say it happened with a nine millimeter and no high power. Would we then be saying we need to ban nine millimeters? I'm so sick of people with nine millimeters, nine millimeters. Then if they ban the nine millimeters, would we say, well,
1: it's not, uh, it's not it was, that though. It was, it, it was, it, wait a minute. Yeah. If it was 38, if, yeah. if, if if
7: they were using 38s mm-hmm. and and they were shooting people with 38s, would we mm-hmm. then say um, we need to go ahead and ban 38 specials? Or mm-hmm. you know, I, I you know, I, I get, I get it. Um, you know, by AJ being in the military, my daughter's in the Navy. She's a, she's re- retired too. I get that. But if a, somebody that's like me, a legal gun owner, mm-hmm. that wants to go out and buy a high powered gun for target practice or whatever I'd like to do, I don't have any. I don't have any. Mm-hmm. I have friends that have them, but they're not mass murderers. That's my business. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the people that buy these weapons aren't the people that are doing the mass shootings. Mm-hmm. Um, we do need to have more regulation. We do need to have more regulations on people buying guns and as far as the red states i'm going with indiana like i said a while ago this was a project and it's and it seems like it's working because if you look at it with the race thing uh and guns in indianapolis or indiana uh most of the people that are being harmed with guns are blacks it's not um it's not a It's I would say it's not a white person thing here in Indianapolis or Indiana. We're not having gun violence with with whites as much as we are with blacks. So I'm saying as far as my state that this was a project and it's working fine if they're trying to eliminate black people or younger black people. Because what? if you really think about it, doesn't it seem like a project that did, that is a negative project, but it's a project that may be working for somebody that wants to eliminate us. No. We're eliminating each other. We're eliminating each other. With mm-hmm. the I'm saying Tina, mm-hmm. with the gun, the gun, the lowering of the ages, and you don't have to have a gun permit anymore. That seems like sorta of, some sort of a project to see if these people are gonna go out and kill each other. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what's happened here in Indiana. I'm only speaking for here. I, i'm only speaking for here you know i get it people go out and buy these high-powered guns uh, every um with that are mentally ill or not mentally ill and go out and do these mass shootings but everybody that goes out and buys these high-powered weapons is not that type of person um and I don't so think so how like, uh, let, the, let,
1: let me I ask you this lifestyles let me ask you this it. how is it that we are so so much leading the planet In the number of, yeah, in in every area, in every area that you can possibly think of, how is it that we are leading the world, that the United States of America is leading the world, right, in terms of gun violence? Because Homicides? Because murders? murders we've gun- the, 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 because we've been conquering and killing people for years. So have other countries. And so West have other countries. African
7: Americans and
1: African So have other countries. We've been
7: forever, Tina.
1: So have other countries, but how did the United States? But, S- but mainly the United States. We're the ones that have been doing all the bad stuff. No, 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 no. no? England literally yeah, took yeah the, I was going to say, the we British colonies. Guns, yeah. and some mm-hmm. people were t- uh, Russian? Do you
7: understand what I'm saying? No. I'm saying the United States is, we've got all of this messed up stuff going on in our countries because it started with civil wars, it started with things back in the days with guns and violence. This stuff has been going, and it wasn't about mm. making money then, because this country wasn't a wealthy country years ago like that. So mm. that's what I, I, mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Am, am I making a little bit of sense? I, I, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> as far as violence. The United um, States is known for being violent. I, I'm just, What? <laughs> I mean, we're going, let's go back to Christopher Columbus or whoever. that thought they uh, discovered America. I mean, they've been killing people here for years with guns mm. and stuff. There were no guns here at first. So, A.J., go they ahead with, Go ahead with your United point State. because
1: I loved uh, your point because I don't think that there was any nation, no, uh, yeah, any people than, that, not that than tried. Not more than the British. Not more they, than the they British. T- they I mean, my literally took over the
3: entire they world. Here,
1: they came over here with the guns, correct?
3: They but, went uh, everywhere with the everywhere, guns. Everywhere, all over the world, yeah. entire thing. That was their okay. entire thing.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. So why do they have? But, but with their history, though, with their history lifestyles, why are they so far behind? Why are they so far behind? Because they have a a, a, a you know, and you're right, AJ, a worse Conquering history. Or
7: is that,
1: is huh? You know, conquer and divide. A conquer and
7: divide thing. Is that what you're saying? What like, do you mean? Have, I mean, like the conquer is with the guns and stuff. Is that I mean? Is that what you're saying? Like what do you what do you, what exactly are you
3: saying what what we're saying is that you you alluded to the united states having a a history of violence saying that it's it's been violence here it's been wars here because that's what we do we go other places and mm-hmm. we take it over that yeah. we we copied the blueprint from okay, the british okay, the british okay. have literally they've done that from the beginning of time it seems but they've done that for the last 1000 years they've stretched well, over well, this well, land okay, and taken okay. over things mm-hmm. with the with the use of force well, and Europeans now we're at the point I mean. not we're lit, at the point the where Europeans. that country that 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 life of people they don't experience the things that we experience and also if you look in england they do not allow guns that is it, you're it, still they right. you have still to so if you right want to again. do something you need a knife you can't come. Up, you can't come over there and, and just buy guns. Buy that's not a thing cause they because they understand that that type of firepower run. is not meant for the typical civilian. Over here, that's not what we preach. We preach something that we had to put a dollar in somebody's pocket and then we had to put mm-hmm. a dollar in somebody else's pocket because this is going to also fund the prison industrial complex. It's 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 one big trap.
7: Which puts us back in. You're you're absolutely right. It's all a, it's all a ploy to put us back in there too. So yeah, yeah. It's about finances and money and financial. I, I get it. I get it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. all right lifestyles thank you very much appreciate you 317-972-3008 uh fred go ahead how are you i'm doing well how are you all today doing good
6: doing good hey um i wanted to talk about gun control but first i wanted to call out the racist that called in like three or four calls ago trying to blame everything that we all suffer under on black white people i mean racism's wrong Racism's wrong we can going agree on that right racism's wrong
1: Yes, racism, uh, in any way, shape, form or fashion is not right. Yes.
6: Okay. Good. I'm glad we all agree on that. So let's let's not tolerate racism and let's not tolerate racism. But gun control, um, why do we got the second amendment for it? Is it so we don't get robbed or so we can hunt? Is that why?
1: What it, what it so what it, what I, I yeah, just go ahead and make your what make your point because we mean that there could be a whole lot so what what is it that mass, you're saying the,
6: big, the biggest mass murders in history are governments and the reason why we have the second amendment is defend ourselves against our government against government overreach we don't have the second amendment so we can go hunt deer we don't have the second amendment so we can defend ourselves in our homes those are extra benefits we get from it but if you disarm the populace Look at historically. But we're not, no
1: one is talking, uh, th- none of this common sense gun control measures have anything to do with disarming, which is why I don't understand why the conversation has to jump, you know, has to leapfrog over basic, simple, common sense measures that a number of gun owners for years have been in favor of. We're not talking about disarming anyone. Why would anyone need to be disarmed? You know, you have to have a drive, you know, there's certain qualifications you have to have to drive a car on the street. Why can't there be just and that's just common sense, courtesy, safety, what have you? Why can't there be okay. common sense, courtesy, safety measures around guns?
6: I mean, I hear this common sense but but like specifically what are we talking about? You're talking about banning certain specific I know I did Where did you hear me say the word ban? So you're okay with you're okay with people having ARs?
1: I am, oh, okay.
6: I'm just asking, I'm asking a question. Are you okay with people having ARs?
1: Well, let me ask you a question. Why do people need ARs? To defend ourselves from the government. To defend yourselves from the government. Because you're
6: not going to go out there with a 22 or a 38 and do anything.
1: Uh-huh. We should,
6: we should, we should have access, uh-huh. especially everybody here from the military, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So everybody should have access to an AR. Well, we do. And yes, we oh, everybody you know people with with criminal histories uh children uh people with mental you know violent mental health problems everybody should have access to an ar because everybody should be able to regardless of their status and their state of mind or what have you everybody on this in this united states of america should have access to an ar no we agree mentally ill and, and things like that but but you just easy. said that you said everybody should
6: the Kansas City shooter I you, you 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 made I my
1: point my point, point is, is that you bottom. just you just agreed to common sense mm-hmm. you just agreed to common sense and you just made my point
3: point. and that's that's the only thing that we're trying to get across here is this that's it's just common sense gun laws and that's it that's it, that's it. When, you, when, when a lot of people will say we don't know what common sense is but when you talk about it and you just say the first thing that comes to your mind that makes sense that's common sense.
6: Let, let, let's look at what happened in Kansas City. That person was obviously mentally ill.
1: No, we don't know that. So, do well, we know
6: that? Well, I, I know that I know that the police, that the, the, she was, uh, what do they call it, uh, emergency. She was, she was te- taken by police to a mental institution in the past, and that was on her record. She should have never been able to buy a gun.
1: Leave Why? She shouldn't
6: have been able to buy a gun. Why? But what we need to do is we need to enforce the laws we already have. We already have plenty of gun laws, but they're not being enforced. So instead of passing new laws, why don't we enforce the ones we have on the book? Because if we were Be- because the they're that we wiping on
3: the, book, the laws down, they're were they're, on they're the book,
1: taking off them off of the off. Yeah, just right here in the state of Indiana. I mean, they loosened gun laws, and gun restrictions. They're they're not they're not even thinking about moving in the direction of enforcing what's already there. They're they're moving in the direction of well, hey, let's let's open it up for for more folks.
6: Well, I got a question. So so if 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 I am a sound mind and body, I'm not mm-hmm. a criminal, I don't have a criminal history, why do I have to go to the government and have them give me permission for my Second Amendment?
3: Because, yes. because there's a reoccurring issue in this country where mm-hmm. people who have no history, quote-unquote, on the book of having some type of illness or some type of whatever it may be, that's leading them into these type of situations. That's what we're getting at here. Even if even if you're mm. in the military, they don't just toss you the weapon until you go fire it. You have to wait three, four, five weeks before you get to fire, and they figure out if you can make it. How, can you handle that before yeah. they let you do that? And that's and in I'm the United States it needs Armed to take Forces. That long? Yeah. I'm not saying it needs to take that long. I'm saying that there should be some qualifiers. If you want to have something with that much power, there needs to be qualifiers there. Mm.
6: And you have to pay for that. So you, you have to come out of pocket. Everything costs
3: a dollar, brother.
6: Whatever. I'm just having a conversation yeah. now. So mm. if, if we pay a lot of states, it's $150, like in Ohio or whatever. You, you got to pay $150. So if mm. I have to come out of pocket $150 to use my, my, my constitutional right, who does that punish? Who who, who gets punished the most by, by by stuff like that? People that can't afford it. It punishes the poor. It continues to punish the poor. The rich people can still go do that. If you can
3: afford the gun, dollars. you can afford the license, dude. That's- you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: and who gets punished when somebody, when when one of those guns falls in the wrong hand? Lower the price, it falls into the wrong hands. Who gets punished? Uh, you know, a DJ uh, in, in uh, Kansas City who was out having a good time. She got punished. You know, it, it, it's just... Anyway, I thank, thank you for it. we got to hit a commercial break. I appreciate uh, the, 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 the conversation. I appreciate the, the, the frame of thought. But it he... We, we you know and AJ we all agreed yeah. he, you know we all agreed
3: yeah because it's it's one of those things where it just makes sense yeah and when things just make sense you you should do it <laughs> yeah know?
1: he he agreed <laughs> that you know well you know well no this person shouldn't have it. And then well then and and he agreed that well they're they're not being enforced why not enforce the laws we have how are you going to enforce the laws you have when the laws then, that we have there anymore aren't there anymore and they're being wiped off the books so that the, more folks can get them it's 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 an endless cycle and it's a dangerous cycle. And yes, people are being harmed. Uh, they're being killed. Mm-hmm. They're being killed. They're dying. That, that you know, let that sink in. You know, th- just stop and think about that. Constitutional right. You're di- people are dying needlessly. And and again, I'm not I I would never. I grew up. You, you said you were in the military. I grew up. Uh, everybody, every man in in my vent, my grandfather, my uncles, my 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 dad, uh my brother, all they all had gun My my oldest brother retired military. You know, he was in the military for 30 some years. They they, they are all gun owners. Mhm. I, you know, I grew up seeing a, a gun rack in, in, you know, in my dad's room. We never touched her, never bothered. But he was responsible gun owner. I'm all for that. And and you know what? But for folks who are not responsible, it and doesn't. There, you know, like you said, many. There's and there's too way many. too many. And the governments in this country are making it even easier. Uh, for irresponsible people, and I don't know, it may even be cheaper. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, several times on this show, Chris Rock had it right in one of his stand ups that I know how to stop these mass shootings. These folks that are just spraying bullets everywhere mm-hmm. they want to spray them. Ca- charge $5,000 <laughs> a bullet. Yeah, just just increase the price of bullets, and people will think, well, dang, I got to pay for all these bullets. So, you know, just like the, I think there were more than 30 or 40 bullets that were, were found outside that apartment complex that were those two little kids. Uh, today right here in Indianapolis were shot up. You can't tell me that, that person has a that person is 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 carrying that gun and firing that gun because he's trying to protect himself against the government of the United States of America. I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, I know you're playing that music because we gotta go <laughs> to a break. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. We'll be right back.
0: Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station.
1: And we are back with Community Connection, 317-972-3008. AJ got off into a, a little bit of an extended conversation about um, common sense. And I, I don't go any further in what I say other than common sense. hmm common sense you made a good you made excellent points because you have the experience of having been in the military and so you were telling me even you, you don't even get to put your gun together for three or four you don't get to fire the thing no for three or four weeks because you have to learn that's common sense because guess what that's going to be your best friend in battle uh, you know, or, yeah. is going to be your protector in battle, but you've got to learn how to do it right, how to use it right, how to care for it. How? What were you saying? Even when you go out and shoot for the first time, yeah, there's... you
3: don't. You not everybody's on the line together. You, it's only a couple people out there at once. There's two. There's two drill sergeants on each side. Two two instructors on each side. Whatever you want to call them. You, you don't. We don't just do that. Uh-uh. We don't just do that. And I don't. I don't understand why it feels like. The typical civilian should be like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go buy this MP right now, and, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna take it to the range once or twice, and you know whatever happens happens." That's yeah. crazy to me.
1: Yeah, and also crazy that uh, the weapon of choice for the majority of these mass shootings is what, the AR. Uh, they're not defending themselves against the government; they're mowing down their fellow citizens uh, because they want to, uh, and that should be regulated in some way shape or form it is not a violation of anybody's second amendment rights i just don't see how it, it could be uh, but there are those who disagree uh clearly vehemently disagree mm-hmm. and are, are you know blocking any and every attempt to even uh, you know even to to approach that particular area 317-972-3008 317-972-3008 kevin how are you Hey, how
8: you doing doing good doing good Good, good. all right hey tina man you we didn't run around about it before mm. i think you uh understand my stance me you do agree on common sense i think part of the problem is the uh, conversation you just had with that gentleman this is me personally outside looking in neither one of you guys were listening to each other uh you guys were saying pretty much the same thing well that's uh, what he, i said yeah I know, I know but he he never said everybody should have an ar but you me personally. You you were listening to respond, not listening to listen, and he was doing the same thing. I, I'm I'm being fair on this. He never said everybody. He was asking you the question, and me personally, you evaded that question. He asked you, you you turn around, ask him a question instead of answering his question. To me, you never asked a, you never answer a question with a question. If you don't want to answer the question, I would say I don't want to answer the question, or uh, or some other means of, of communication. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is why we can't get anywhere on this gun situation both sides digging their heels and nobody's actually listening to each other everybody wants to respond and get their I don't want to say gotcha but get your gotcha off. me and you both agree on I'm a sense it's just like abortion I personally do not believe in abortion but I also don't believe in the death penalty I guess some people and I'm not saying you some people believe in abortion and think that abortion rights should not be touched me on the other hand, common sense to me is, I don't believe in abortion. But if like the young girl who got raped by by her father or whoever incest, me I still think it's murder. But I don't I I don't want to make that decision for somebody to keep that baby or not. That's not for me to do, and no no lawmaker should be able to do that. But I do not believe in abortion as a birth control pill, and I feel a lot of people use abortion as a birth control pill instead of taking care of their responsibilities or doing what it protecting yourself from having a responsibility so again I, I i really think especially with this gun issue if we all would just listen to each okay, other okay let
1: me let me ask you a question where's the where's yes, the cop what he he did say wh- 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 how did he phrase that aj uh why can't i have or why can't you know mm-hmm. i i think he said something he, he along the lines of specify specif- and
3: said well we, that person can't have it, yeah he X, said something y, along Z, the lines he, of he everybody, everybody
1: everybody having an and ak then he
3: backtracked on it yeah he backed off not mentally ill not these people
1: yeah he did say that so uh that that being the case but but be that as it may and i the, think you
3: got getting flustered i think what happened was you got
8: in that's that's i can i understand where he was coming from He wasn't saying somebody with a mental illness. That's what I'm saying, y'all. But he didn't say that though. He didn't say that, Kevin. But that's common that's that's where the common sense comes that's that's calm down. That's to me that's where the common sense that's why he admitted that nobody was with uh who mental illness and stuff like that. He wasn't trying to say that. You guys, like I said, you got him flustered. Even when you said that United States is the worst. No, there are places in the middle. I've been in Afghanistan. There's mm-hmm. a place in the Middle East where you can thousands of people die every day. So we are not leading across the world. But that doesn't make what's going on here justifiable. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm just saying you guys threw a lot of stuff out there awesome. and kind of awesome. got him flustered. He was even saying, able to come back with that. It was, uh, And like I said, not knocking out. y'all, you guys are uh, running this show. We'll it was two against out. one. I think he got flustered. I um, never took it as on him on, saying any and everybody should be able to have uh, a R, just like me personally, okay, awesome. with voting, I I don't see why felons
1: can't vote. Well, that, 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 that's stupid to me. How how was I supposed to read between the lines then? It, 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 like it goes. How, like yeah, let, let me ask you this: when, If somebody says something, a, a declarative statement, I'm supposed to read between the lines and think, well, he doesn't really mean what he just said.
8: Well, when, when did you ask him? Is that what he meant?
1: I did. And what did he say? That's not what he meant, right? Yes, he said that's not what he meant. But what you're saying well, is, no, I should so have known he didn't, he mean, didn't that. mean that. I should have known. No, I don't know that. It, well, I, I, even if you didn't even if you didn't
8: know that, when you asked him and made it a mute point, he told you, no, that's mm-hmm. not what I was saying. People with mental illness should not be able to get one. So Then why call I mean, in and
1: say... Why call in and say? Maybe, maybe you should call in and say, "I don't believe. I, I believe that there should be some qualifications, but I believe overall, you know, why not say that? I, I only, I, I only have what I hear, you know. I only, I, I only have. That's all I got to work with. That's all I get to work with. And as far and I, and as ev- everything else, you, you know, so. It's not that I'm not trying to gotcha or anything like that because I don't believe in the gotcha type of journalism or what, you know, or talk or what have you. But I've had, you know, we've heard this, this conversation, my second amendment, I want to defend myself against the government. I want to defend myself against the government. The last time I checked, I don't know too many people with AKs or ARs or whatever they are that have been out there using them. Uh, in a government uh you know for government uprising, all I see is they're mowing down dozens and dozens of people. We've had forty. It's the weapon of choice in these mass shootings that are already forty six weeks into the the, the year, six weeks into the year, more than forty, and it's the weapon of choice and, and, I, I and that, the there's point, no me... way and there has not been in those 40s plus incidents one government uprising that I can that I can point to. Or, or say, well, this is a good, yeah, this is good for mental patients and for former criminals and all these other folks, which fit into the category. And, and for, this is good for them to have because they need to have that so the government doesn't come and try to take it away from them. I, I don't, I, I don't know.
8: I, I get it, Tim. Let, let me ask you this. Why did you not answer his question? Why did you throw another question at him instead of just answering his question? Why did I not answer what question? When he asked you, should people not have AR-15s? You said you did not answer. You told you asked him a question instead of answering. Why I asked answer but that, that was question? a
1: qualifier. I wanted him to qualify what he meant. So people with do you mean people or do you mean, you know, yeah, you have to. Sometimes, Kevin, when you want to get to the point, you have to ask another question. That's
8: was, and that's what he was doing with you. He was trying to get where you see where you were at. No. Th- well,
1: is, yeah, OK, that's, OK.
8: That's, trust me. Trust, trust mm-hmm. me. I, I, I hear this argument. I, I'm, I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm. so I hear I hear both sides I, and I agree with, with most of both sides so when I say I understood what he was saying because I'm a person in the middle I'm not far on one side I'm not far on the mm-hmm. other side I'm in the middle so I've heard his conversation I've mm-hmm. heard his I, I've heard his argument a million times so I know where he was going so Kevin like what's it, trying, what's, gonna, what's him, it gonna what's it gonna to take
1: what's it gonna take what's it gonna take to Nothing. stop what's it gonna take Nothing. to stop Nothing. the Kansas cities is it gonna take a the, the death of a of, of a high-powered, uh, you know congressional person's child or a high powered congressperson, uh, a high powered athlete. What's it gonna take? What's it gonna take for people to wake up to common sense measures?
8: Nothing. Re- remember, remember didn't, okay. didn't their baseball didn't their baseball game get shot up? And that didn't wake them up. Not, nothing's gonna wake them up. The NRA. It's a capital. We live in a capitalistic society. It's all about the dollar. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's about babies. I don't care if it's about cars. I don't care if it's about guns. We live in a capitalist society. The dollar bill runs this country. That's our difference between a lot of other countries. This dollar bill is destroying this country. Mm-hmm. Our, some of our fundamental rights, I tell people all the time, what's going to bring America down, America down is America's freedoms. Do I want to be in a dictatorship? No, I do not absolutely want mm-hmm. But common sense, like you say, I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. We need some common sense reform. I gave you the story about the only time I've ever sold a gun, I called the state police. I say, hey— what do I need to do to sell this gun? And he flat out told me there's nothing yeah, you need to do. Yeah. I said, nothing. He said, nope. all you got is, it's a person to person sale. And that's a lot of our loopholes. So don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to argue with you. I agree with you. I'm just saying we need this. If we want, if we want to get something done, we got to start listening,
1: not to respond, but listen to listen
8: and kind of understand where people are mm-hmm. coming from. That's just my so, point of view. I'm in the middle.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I, well, okay. He just hung up. He's in the middle. Um, I, I, you know, I was going to ask him about his, uh, his second point regarding um, a woman's uh, right to choose her own form of health care, mm. uh, and if the government should stay out of – there's nothing the government should do to regulate guns. Why should the government regulate how a woman chooses her health care? I, I, you know, I don't want to get into that either because that's a long, complicated story uh, for a lot of people. But I'm just saying Governor, um, uh, the same principle applies there. Yes. If, and, and you back. know, people that don't want abortions won't get them. Uh, but where is the government's role in that? Uh, and if people want guns, where is the government's role in that in terms of how far they should be able to go? Where is the government's role in that? Uh, it, you know, the, the, I see some similarities there. That's all. So, um I just, you know, I, I just don't, uh, I, if, it, if, it, if it applies to guns, but it doesn't apply to women, you know, the government should get involved with the women uh, in their health care, their personal health care decisions. The government should be there. Yeah, whether you believe in it or not, the you know, the, the right to choose uh, should be there. Whether you believe in buying an AK-47 or not, as as he was saying, you have a constitutional <laughs> amendment, uh, you know, you have the right, you have a, a governmental right mm-hmm. to to get it or to not to get it right. But that right, the Supreme Court took that right away uh, from women. And so now they have to get their health care the best way they can. And health care doesn't always mean, and sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but the government's role in a woman's, uh, uh, you know, uh, administration of her health care should not be as intrusive as it is. You know, but nobody fight. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't
3: know. We got him back. So. If you want to bring him back for the answer.
1: Oh um, well. Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a couple. We have about a minute or so. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tina. Mm-hmm. I, I, somehow my phone hung up, mm-hmm. and you had a question for me. I'm sorry. Oh no. I w- I just. I had just finished my point about uh, the. You know. There. There seems to be. If there's. If the government. If there's nothing anybody should do regarding uh, guns, uh, and, and but there. But the government's doing everything regarding women and their choices of health care. I, I just think that that's. Uh, that's. A, that's that shouldn't be the same thing. It, it shouldn't be. Women should be able to manage their own health care without government but, intervention.
8: But, 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 but think, of, think of what your argument just said. Like you said, that works both ways. So if you feel that way, then you mm-hmm. to me, on the other end, you should feel the government shouldn't touch our guns, which I'm not I, saying that's I don't. where you're at. But, 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 but I get it. I'm no, saying. I'm just it's
1: saying a, that's not exactly. But anyway, go ahead.
8: But, and I guess with, with the women, me personally, the reason why I don't mm-hmm. believe in it, I believe it's murder. Well, I mean, a, and that's you your, you know what? And I don't I'm argue with me people. Me. I don't argue with people you're in their beliefs. I finish. don't. Not, I don't. You're not letting me finish. That's why I stated with, that's my, I didn't say what the, I said mm-hmm. the reason why I don't. That
1: I, mm-hmm. see, I get that.
8: You, you're, you're listening to, to respond. You didn't even let me finish. I'm saying me, when you look up the definition of murder, it's the, the, the life of somebody taken by another person. That's murder. So to me, it's murder. That's why me, I'm not saying what the government should do or not do. I'm saying my personal opinion on there
1: okay that's your opinion yeah okay i got it um and i never said that it wasn't your opinion okay the, and, know, and thank you you. You, stopped me, you stopped me and me while i'm talking about it you stopped me okay Stop people it, okay all right okay. okay go ahead uh but you no. know what we got it we got to get a break in so uh yeah the, and i do get it what you just said kevin thank you for your call you just said that that is your opinion okay that's your opinion um but the government um for whatever reason, I'm just saying. For whatever reason, if you're gonna, you know, you brought—I didn't even bring up abortion. I didn't, you know, you did because that's your personal opinion. But if the government is going to regulate so stringently a woman's right to her uh, to take care of her own health care, why can't the government help regulate common sense gun laws, which also kill? That's all I'm saying. We'll be back with more Community Connection right after this.
0: WTLC AM, W236 CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates, your voice, their future. On Praise, AM 1310, 95.1 FM.
1: And we are back with Community Connection. And again, want to thank everybody that called in. And Kevin, believe it I, or not, I do get your point. Appreciated uh, the conversation. And I'm sure we'll be talking again. Um, We're going to switch gears now to NBA All-Star Weekend. And I guess in a lot of ways, uh, it's kicked off. You know, we started with All-Star Week um, on Monday. And all this week, we've had folks in uh, just a a lot of fun. Um, A lot of people doing a lot of events and sharing so much of uh, what we can look forward to, what we have to look forward to. Uh, as a community. By the way, I still have a couple of tickets to give away. i got to do that. Remind me to do that, AJ. Indeed. (laughs) Remind me to give away those uh, those tickets to the HBCU uh, basketball game this Saturday. Uh, But right now, um, we have with us uh, CeCe Daniels. She is the wife of the late, great Pacers uh, All-Star Hall of Famer Mel Daniels. And uh, in conjunction with (laughs) NBA All-Star Week... NBA All Star Weekend. Um, she is going to be hosting an All Star Jazz at the Circle event uh, that is coming up right down here on Monument Circle, and that's coming up uh, very, very soon. Uh, let's see. what. Da- well, you know what? I'm going to let her tell it because she is right here with us. Um, Mrs. Daniels, how are you? Hi, Tia. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, thank um, you for being so here. Pardon? Oh, thank you for being here with us, and and congratulations on the event.
9: I'm excited. Yeah. Um, It's going to be at the Circle Tower, which Mm -hmm. is very close to um, the uh, theater and right on on the circle across Mm -hmm. from the uh, Hilton Garden Inn. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be Saturday, late night, after the Dunk and Skills contest. Wow. So uh, even though it's late, we're going to have a full meal. Uh, Plenty of liquor could because we have a... Very good uh, vodka and rum sponsor. Mm -hmm. Um, Carlton Howard was gracious enough to jump in at the last moment when my other promoter had a heart attack and had heart surgery.
1: Oh, my goodness.
9: So instead of canceling, we decided to try to pull it together in just a second of time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to have uh, tributes to Mel in a memorabilia room that will also have some of his... Um, um, just things that were close to him. And uh, we're also going to have a room that's soundproof that will have the Freddie Lewis documentary on his life. Oh, wow. Um, That event is also happening Friday, which is tomorrow. Uh, The showing will be at 4 to 6 Mm -hmm. at the Living in the Moment uh, venue near Mm -hmm. Oakland, something like 6935 lake plaza wow so we have a lot going on mm. so tell, tell we us about we were not you. able to save was the aba autograph session
1: so oh, okay. i guess
9: we'll do that next year
1: oh okay okay well tell tell us about your husband we all you know mel daniels is a name that every indiana hoosier you know an indiana pacers fan knows and knows well but you know him well obviously in a different way tell us about him What what would you like for folks to know about him
9: He's as passionate about horses as he is about basketball. Ah. Uh, the man that made him what he, what he became was not just his father, but each of the coaches that he had. And it started with a man named Will Robinson at Pershing High School in Detroit, Michigan. Um, is that where he life, was
1: born and raised?
9: No. He was born in North Carolina. His uh, uh, grandpa was a slave. His father was a uh, sharecropper. Seeking a better life, he moved his family to Detroit. Some of the family went to Ohio. The musical part of the family went to Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, there's several players right now that are children of his cousins, like Levert, wow. the Lavert family in Ohio. Those wow. those are a Amel's family. Oh, okay. Um, he uh, was... Uh, but I guess uh, when Mel went to the state finals in Detroit, they didn't make it. They didn't win. They came in second. But the next year, when Spencer Haywood went to that, they won the state. And Spencer was one of the, the guys that Mel influenced and taught how to play basketball.
1: Wow. Wow. Uh, of
9: course, Spencer went on to do m- many more things than Mel ever did including make it eligible for these young, capable men Mm -hmm. to not have to be in college four years taking the chance that they might injure themselves
1: and not make a living. Mm -hmm. So he
9: was very influential in changing the game.
1: Yeah, I remember I used to see him around town in different uh events and always at Pacer games. And he did kind of, you know, rock a little bit of a cowboy motif, but I had no I just thought that was his look, but th- that was real, right? Because you said he loved uh, he loved horses and things of that nature. That that's uh that's interesting.
9: When we met, the first place he wanted to take me was to go ride horses. <laughs> okay. I did not tell him that my great-grandpa was a mountain man and when I was 3 years old that he had taught me how to ride. And as I grew, I learned how to train horses. So I helped Mel train his horses. We did barrel racing and pole bending.
1: Hmm. Wow. So um, you say his grandfather was a slave. Did he know his grandfather? I do not know if he knew him. I know we have one picture of him.
9: Um. He was when he when he was emancipated. He became a pastor so a preacher, mm-hmm. um, and he, it was very obvious that he was mixed. So they must have acquired the last name from the plantation.
1: Mm-hmm. And the plantation was in North Carolina?
9: It was in Georgia.
1: In Georgia, okay, okay. So he was born in North Carolina, and the family migrated to Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan, and then uh, he played uh, professional basketball in... Uh, both leagues the ABA and the NBA he's one of those rare uh you know rare hall of famers that played in both uh, professional basketball leagues ABA He only and the played
9: NBA. in the NBA one year Okay By that time has bo- because these guys played on dirt you know they were in the dust bowl mm-hmm. they were on cement and they wore their body parts down mm-hmm. So at by the time that, that his ABA years were uh waning and he got into the NBA um there were much taller, younger guys like Spencer that were, there weren't that many jobs and they were keeping the job. The younger guys were capturing the jobs. By that time we had he had acquired quite a few horses. I always tell a story that we had 36 horses in the barn. Oh my and goodness. Taking care of them before I went to work full time at Eli Lilly. Uh-huh. and wrote diagnostics, using Union carbide. Um, but we had borders because at that time, uh at that time guys didn't really get paid very much. So the wife had to work and we also had supplemental income.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So um what the the all star uh jazz at the Circle Tower, this this uh tribute obviously means something. So was he also a lover of jazz?
9: Absolutely. Okay. And so okay. when he was younger he sang on uh, street corners. Oh, he did! Oh yeah, yeah. If you ever stop and had a good conversation with him, you would realize that he was he had a radio voice, but he also had a beautiful singing voice. Who knew? Uh, he chose. You know, Will Robinson pushed him in this in this direction. I don't know if he would have ever pursued what his family was doing.
1: Hmm. So, what would what did basketball mean to him? How how I know is. You were married to him, of course, and I'm, I'm sure you heard all, but how how did he feel about the game, and what did it mean to him?
9: Well, first of all, it saved him from being a thief. I guess he had gotten in with some, some uh, a posse, and they were starting to do some things that, that weren't quite right. He got sent up to a, a jail one time, only one time in his life, and it really straightened him up.
1: I mean, it scared the heck out of him. Wow. Where was that? That was in Detroit. Oh, that was in Detroit.
9: Yeah, when he was young and immature, mm-hmm. and really
1: running with his buddies. So basketball saved him from the streets. I think so. Yeah. He knows so. Yeah, yeah, and so in his, uh, you know, in his retirement, like I said, he was just a fixture at, at just about anything and everything Indiana Pacers. Uh, what was that like? Well, he influenced so many ball players. Be- he wasn't 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 he a Pacers assistant coach at one point in time? Well, it went, he coached a couple of games as a head coach. Oh, he did. Okay, but okay, he was an assistant coach for five or six years. That's what I thought. So he had a great
9: deal of influence over a, a whole two generations mm-hmm. of Pacers players, and then from then he went on to influence Larry Bird and that entire team down at Terre Haute that won the uh, that came in next to Magic in nineteen fifty nine and the NCAA uh, mm-hmm. championship.
1: Did he ever compare the game from when he used to play to the game of today? Um, did, did he ever share any of that with you and, and reflect he knew on that? that? It
9: was evolving
1: uh-huh.
9: because there were a lot of changes that were being made. And in a sense, when it first started, he thought, well, less players will have mental and physical injuries. they'll be able to play longer. So he was okay with that. He liked he liked that part. Um, because it's, it was such a physical game, when Steph Curry would, wouldn't be alive today. I don't think. I don't think he would have had a, as long of a career as, as he has now if he had played during those days.
1: Wow! Wow!
9: He would have been. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. What they would have done to him, but he—he just—he wouldn't have had the longevity that he has because mm-hmm. those guys were merciless.
1: Yeah. Uh, six nine and a force on the court. <laughs> he was, uh, he was something else. Uh, wow. Uh, they in- listed
9: him as six nine, but he's really only six seven. Really? So he, okay, he I got that wrong. Inch cowboy boots, so he was seven foot tall. He 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 did what? He was he never ever you never ever saw him in a in a fancy uh, shoe. He always wore boots, and these boots had three inch heels on them.
1: Oh.
9: I mean that's a natural thing. Uh uh-huh. So it's like you putting on your, your heels to look a little taller.
1: He wanted to he look taller. Yeah,
9: purpose for that reason. It's just that he had so many boots that he wore them. You
1: know, it's... no matter what
9: the occasion. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So what do you think he would uh he would think of uh NBA All Star Weekend being here in Indianapolis this weekend or this all this week and this weekend. What do you think?
9: I think he would be astonished that we finally uh got to replace Fred Lewis as a leader and, and an ex, an elite point guard. He would be thrilled. Um this guy is sensational. Um And then for it to be repeated like 40 years later Mm -hmm. from the last time is just really exciting.
1: Did did, what did he do? What was his role in the last one in eighty? Was it eighty five? I think nineteen eighty
9: five. I'm trying to think. He was still very much involved with uh, with his ballplayers, and they were in the All Star game. Mm -hmm. Um, they ran to him because because he he knew of Onyx. I mean, he could talk to anybody. And they would share things that they wouldn't tell anybody else on what mm-hmm. they were going through or what they had to fix. So I'm sure that he very quietly was mentoring like he always did, without mm-hmm. any fanfare. Yeah.
1: So uh, no credit. No credit. What's okay? Well, I I I get that. So this is coming up this Saturday, uh, the All Star Tribute uh, Jazz at the Circle Tower and All Star Tribute. 11 uh, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. To Mel Daniels, the great uh, Mel Daniels, uh, your musical guest is Robert White. Now, was this a personal favorite of uh, of Mel's? I
9: can't tell you that because he had such a. I mean, you know, he also loved country music. If you can believe
1: this, I, I do mean, believe that. I I, s- I saw the boots and the cowboy hat, so I believe oh, it. Yeah,
9: heaven. he knew every word. I mean you think Jimmy Butler is something else well you should have heard Mel probably was <laughs> voice singing in a country tune. Okay. Okay. Yeah this this is a nationally known artist. It's uh-huh. amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. So how how can people uh you know find out more about it if they want to attend and at uh, Bright. Okay.
9: Search for Mel Daniels.
1: Mel Daniels, uh, Jazz. At the the
9: circle. tickets are a lot cheaper if you go online right now.
1: Yeah, Jazz at the Circle Tower. Well, congratulations, and I think that it's only fitting that uh, our our Pacer greats, our Indiana greats, our Hoosier greats. Uh, are being uh, recognized uh, during this very special time when the All-Star Weekend has come to the city of Indianapolis. And certainly uh, Mel Daniels is is one of the best. And uh, this is a wonderful thing that he's having his, uh, his tribute at the Circle Tower. So it is, again, well,
9: to, excuse me, it's a tribute to Freddie Lewis as well. We have a soundproof uh, room and they are going to be, showing outtakes from his documentaries oh, for good. All those that aren't able to go on Friday at, at 4 to 6.
1: Wonderful. Well, congratulations, and uh, again, they can find tickets online, and um, thank you for sharing with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your husband with us. You have no
9: idea how appreciative I am.
1: Thank you.
9: <laughs> go Pacers.
1: All right. You take care. Thank you. I'll go. I'll go. All right. Bye-bye. And again, that was uh, Cece Daniels, wife of the late uh, great uh, Mel Daniels uh, they're um, you know the big O Mel Daniels uh, several others uh, Hoosier greats are all being uh, recognized AJ uh, as and they as they very well should be Indeed, as they very well should be recognized Indeed. during this NBA uh, All-Star Week this is going to be exciting did you, you know what it seems like just overnight just overnight. Boom. You know, just like back back in the day, there was this show called Bewitched, uh, and all she did was snap her fingers, and the world, you know, anything and everything would change. And it seemed like from yesterday to today, that's exactly what happened.
3: Yeah. It, it, it looks like a completely different place. Together. Yeah. It came together. Good it, job, city of Indianapolis. I'm here
1: to tell you. it, uh, <laughs> it uh, they, I, I think they're done testing the light art, because see, the lights are off. Yes,
3: they're off today. They're off
1: today, so they were obviously testing them yesterday, but... Uh, yeah the uh, i don't I don't even know where to start with everything that's coming up uh, with, with all- star weekend. Yesterday, we had uh, Tracy Ellis Ward, who was here from Pacer Sports and Entertainment. Um, and she was sharing so much of of everything there. You know the the uh, the interesting thing is there are a lot of events that are taking place in conjunction uh, with NBA All- star weekend, mm-hmm. and then there are a lot of events that are NBA All-Star weekend sanctioned. Okay, which, you know, truly a part of it. But it all comes together and it's all part of an outstanding, believe you me, an outstanding weekend. And so uh, we say get online and look up. What was that play play? Where is it? She told me and I got it right here. I got it right here. Here we go. The playbook, the playbook, NBA All-Star, the playbook. Go online. Uh, That was from Tracy Ellis Ward. She's senior VP. Of diversity, equity, inclusion for Pacers sports and entertainment, and um, yeah, that she says it outlines everything that the NBA, the Pacers, and others have put together, uh, you know, for All Star uh, Weekend. But again, a number of I a number of events and activities uh, that aren't being put on by the NBA uh, but are going to be taking place as a result in conjunction with. And she made a good point. She said in conjunction with uh, All Star Week and All Star Weekend taking place. My goodness. I, you, you just got to Google it. You just got to <laughs> Google it. So I'm looking for, let's see, let's see. What Do you know what time that game is? Uh, the uh, HBCU, the game?
3: HBCU game? The HBCU game. I don't know what time it is. Yeah, okay. I do not know what time it is. Let's look and see.
1: I think it's at 3 o'clock. I think it's at 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon because practice is at 11 mm-hmm. uh, Saturday morning and I believe the HBCU uh, Classic um, too, 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 too. 2 p.m. Oh, 2 p.m.?
3: Yep. February 17th, 2 p.m. at GameBridge.
1: 2 p.m. at GameBridge. Okay, February 17th, 2 p.m. at GameBridge. Tonight um, is the tip-off event.
3: Yes, it is. Uh,
1: yeah, entry 5 o'clock, the show at 6. It's going to be at Bicentennial Unity Plaza. It is a free ticketed event. Uh, so all of the tickets were claimed, but there may be an opportunity. You can look online and see if somebody wants to donate their tickets to you and, and be very nice about it.
3: <laughs> that'd be very nice
1: be very nice but uh that's that's gonna be big yeah, and i got
3: mine i can't wait to get out there and see oh, what's gonna happen oh
1: you got your tickets? oh yeah
3: definitely as soon as they dropped the announcement i was like i'm gonna be there
1: Ah, uh, is it are you taking the kids yes
3: yes oh, taking okay. the girls Me and oh the girls are
1: gonna go. that is so nice that is gonna be great i tell you what um Because we have tickets that Dion came in and gave to us yesterday, uh, he said he's got another set for today. So if anybody wants to go to the NBA HBCU Classic featuring Winston-Salem State uh, against Virginia Union Saturday, February 17th at 2 p.m., you will get an opportunity to do so if you are the 10th caller if you are caller number 10 to the number 317-972-3008 for your chance to win two tickets to the 2024 nba hbcu classic uh the teams winston-salem state at virginia union there we go oh my goodness it looks like christmas (laughs) it looks like christmas well while you're busy uh, while you're busy working the lines there aj I'll let you get to work uh you know with going through the uh, going through the board here and trying to get caller number ten um wanted to remind everybody that starting today starting today indigo is going to be providing fair free rides today through February 18th in observance of nba all-star 2024 uh it says in an effort to enhance the fan experience indigo is thrilled to share that it will offer fair free rides and extended service for nba all-star 2024 fans can ride indigo fare free from today february 15th to celebrate festivities downtown surrounding the 73rd nba all-star game which is going to be held Sunday, February 18th at Field Fieldhouse. Now, during NBA All-Star 2024, Indigo is going to offer extended services starting tomorrow, February 16th through Sunday, on high-frequency routes that are departing from the Julia Carson Transit Center uh, with the last departure at 1230 a.m. The extended service is going to be offered to make sure riders have easy transportation uh, from downtown after some of those scheduled events uh, end. Um, so for those attending all-star events at Lucas Oil, riders can take Route 8. Individuals traveling westbound can exit at Washington and Illinois Street. Individuals traveling eastbound can exit at the Maryland and Missouri Street stops. Lucas Oil Stadium is a few blocks south and within walking distance of the highlighted stops. For those attending all-star events at gamebridge see, you know, it's going to be at two places. It's going to be at uh, several places. But if you're uh, the the major places are going to be um, Lucas Oil and Cambridge. Uh, for those attending all star events at Cambridge, uh, riders can board nearly any route traveling toward downtown and exit at the uh, CTC uh, Carson Transit Center.
3: It puts you right there too.
1: It does it does it put your, yeah, you and you know right I know you know the door. routes yeah. Pretty yeah.
3: much right at the front door. You're right around the corner from it at that point. You really
1: are. I mean, yeah. you can almost throw a rock to where you need to be. Truthfully, so. yeah, indeed. So that it's so fast. convenient. Those huh? tickets went fast. You know what, I have never seen, like when I, I, I leave the number, three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight, 972 and then it's like, bling, <laughs> you know, everybody. Going. So uh, do we have a winner, We have
3: AJ? a winner, Karen Russell. Congratulations. Karen Russell. Congratulations. Is she on the Mrs. line? Russell. She's not on the line.
1: Karen, you didn't want to stay with us? She
3: got her, she got her tickets and ran.
1: got she her <laughs> tickets and ran. I
3: don't blame her. I don't, I don't blame her either. Congratulations. Yeah. It's going to be a great game.
1: Going to be a great game. Uh, that is that's uh, that's our ticket. That's our lot. That's that's what we have, unless Dion comes in and and uh, and gives us some more. Uh, but that should be uh, a good time. It should be a fun time uh, tonight. Tip off. Uh, entry at 5 o'clock. The show starts at 6 o'clock. That is going to be outstanding. You know, AJ, you're going to have to come back with a report for us. You're going to have to tell us all about it because you're going. We want to hear everything there is to hear.
3: Oh, for sure. I'll, I'll document the entire thing. I'm going to go take a stop over on Delaware Street. Uh mm-hmm. Trill Burgers, Bun B's restaurant, has a has a truck out here and I've been hearing a lot about them on social media and on on the internet for the past two years. I'm going to go check them out, get a a nice vegan burger ah and are you vegan i am not but uh-huh. i heard they're great so mm-hmm. i'm gonna go try
1: one out yeah. some of them are always good you know what i i think i could be because i don't eat a lot of meat anyway i mean i i guess i but i here's the thing i have a very intense love of vegetables so mm-hmm. but i do like a you know i, I do like a, a, a piece of chicken every now and there <laughs> Love fish, i but i I probably could be uh what do they call it pescatarian yeah. I think I could probably do that uh because I really don't miss I don't eat that much steak and pork anyway, almost never I don't really eat it much, and not because uh of anything intentional, it just I just prefer. The other, but mm. uh, but I've heard about um, some of the vegan and and uh, the vegan burgers and the, well even the turkey burgers at some places that are really really good.
3: Love a great turkey
1: burger. Do you? Yeah, my so, mom
3: is. I can't do pescatarian or vegetarian, mm-hmm. vegan, anything like that. My mom affectionately referred to me and my brother as garbage disposal just <laughs> eat whatever. Whatever's put in front of us, we're gonna eat it. It looks good. Oh, we're good. Take you're not so
1: you're not picky either.
3: Oh no, not at all.
1: Oh, that's good. I love that. I love that because that you know we we were made to be not be picky. So well, next meal is breakfast. If you're not eating, <laughs> no, you don't eat. <laughs> Fill up on something. But uh, no, I, I think I could I could do it. I I just don't know that I would do it. Uh, and those and, and again, those who are committed to it and can do it, I, more power to you. You're you're healthy and you're healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think veganism is a little more. not complex but you have to be a little more careful you have to balance it a little more because of the intake of your proteins and things of that nature so you have to watch it a little more closely Mm -hmm. than if you're just a vegetarian which includes dairy and some other things so um but you know those who know what they're doing, they do it well. Yeah, and,
3: I'm not good at those rules. Just pass me the fork. I'll take it from there. <laughs> pass me the <laughs>
1: fork. I'm gonna now. Where's this vegan? Where's this vegan burger? Again? Uh, it's
3: right around the corner on uh, Delaware 23, uh, uh, 235 North Delaware. Is where, oh, okay. Is where I saw the address. And okay. I'm gonna after the show ends, I'm gonna <laughs> take a little stroll. Okay.
1: Tell so, me how that is too. <laughs> tell me how that is too. Hey, we got uh, we we got Danny Bridges uh, coming up next. Uh, in fact, I'll probably let me text Danny right now and tell him we're ready for him. Uh, He said he was calling in, so we're going to have Danny. Um, And I want to talk to Danny about a lot of stuff. You know, we were talking about the tribute to Mel Daniels, the Mm -hmm. tribute to the Big O, um, and this is kind of a a, a dual tribute to Big O, the the Crispus Attucks tribute, uh, the basketball team. There's going to be a stage play. Uh, over there at Attics, a touch of glory that that talks about and, and that tells the story, the amazing story. So i um, really anxious to hear what Danny's uh, going to be talking about. So let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break. And then when we come back, hopefully we'll have our uh, our sports guy with us, Danny Bridges, and take us on out. So we'll be right back with more Community Connection right after this.
0: Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station.
1: And we are back with Community Connection and we tracked him down. We tracked him down and he is here with us, Danny Bridges with the Indianapolis Recorder, sports writer. Danny, how are you? Ah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> We have been talking and talking and talking I, and I, I never get enough of it this is this is a wonderful what do they call it? it's the most wonderful time of the year uh, <laughs> it's, it's great that it's here because uh, I, I love basketball and love to talk basketball and uh, this is this is a great time the city I think is ready I think the city is ready for it
5: Well, I've been looking around the last Mm -hmm. couple of days, interacting with some people from the league as far as public relations and their credentialing process and just the hospitality attached to all of that. So I would agree there's a lot of people coming together. Indianapolis will be scrutinized uh, on television nationally both Saturday night and Sunday day, Mm -hmm. actually Sunday evening as well. And uh, it's good that uh, it's here uh, and uh, I think a lot of people are excited about it and, uh, you know, get out and enjoy the the uh, festivities connected to it. So few people get a ticket to the game, but get out and enjoy the festivities that are attached to it. There's a slew of them and uh, find one that suits you and go mm-hmm. for it.
1: Yeah, the game clearly is going to be a sellout, or if it's not already, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is.
5: Well, the NBA All-Star Game has been a sellout for a long time, and I mean sellout from a standpoint of it's not anything other than entertainment. I, You know, that's the problem with being my age. I remember mm-hmm. when there wasn't a lot of money paid to players annually in their contracts, and so the winner's share of the All-Star Game meant something to the players, and as a result... They played hard the entire game. Yeah, they did. <laughs> you pick up an extra forty or fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That was a substantial amount of money. Now, to be fair, those who uh, walk the aisle today may or may not be thankful for those who came before them. I guess that's an individual question for each individual player. And I think I'm going to try to ask that question tomorrow at a at a media opportunity. But the point is. You know, it's easy for someone my age to say, why doesn't so and so do this and that? The important thing, I believe, is that the game is here. There's a lot of uh, things to do. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things to celebrate in that sense. So everyone get out. But the game itself has really become an afterthought. It's a scrimmage. There's no defense. No, and no, no defense. It, but it does give the, the viewer, both the viewer in person and on TV, the opportunity to see
1: 24 exceptional athletes on the floor at one given time on the same day. Yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. So uh, you got a front-row seat, I'm sure, right? Press yeah, box, Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a guest of uh, LeBron James, and I'll be sitting courtside. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll keep no, cutting I, to you I, every five minutes like they do Taylor Swift. No, no, oh, what, Danny so, Bridges, well, he's in the LeBron while we're on suite. On that subject, while we're on that
5: subject, uh-huh. I do believe that LeBron is, uh, you know, almost to the end of a, a phenomenal, uncomparable career. And mm-hmm. uh, if you think about it, the game being played here, him being a worthy participant, mm-hmm. it's interesting to think about how many times he's butted heads in that building with the Pacers mm-hmm. when he played for the Heat, uh, when he played for the Cavaliers as well as the Lakers. But mm-hmm. there's some epic playoff battles that occurred between Cleveland and Indiana and um, Miami and Indiana, and LeBron uh, – Probably looks at that booing a little bit differently than maybe a lot of visitors might, because he's had some big, big moments there. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but so, so who all, uh, who all can we look forward to seeing this year? Well, I'm, uh, I'm the guy who always says
5: don't take for granted the great stars. You know, watch mm-hmm. them every chance you get. Even though with this being a more mm-hmm. of a scrimmage than a, a serious basketball game, mm-hmm. I certainly want to see LeBron James play. Um, I always do. I mean, I, I I want to see Steph Curry shoot the basketball. You know, those are the big names to me. But there's a lot of other people playing. I think some of the guys that are here, uh, most people know who they are. And mm-hmm. so I don't get disappointed when I watch two athletes go at each other hard. I'm not really into the, you know, the cherry picking and the and the wild dunks as much as I'd rather see a guy take someone off the dribble and uh, hit him with a jump shot, or for that matter, just take him to the hoop. But I still think LeBron James and Steph Curry are the, uh, the headliners. Uh, primary, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're the breadwinners for the NBA. And so I like to keep an eye on them. But uh, it's interesting. Uh, there's always going to be an argument about who should have been on the team and who's not. I can't believe uh, Sabonis from Sacramento isn't on the all-star team the way he's played in the first half of the season. But mm-hmm. there's always someone that gets left out. But the easy way to, to do that is expand the rosters from 12 to 15. Just do that. And – there's enough minutes where everybody can get in the game, but you know let the fans have <laughs> six more
1: players they can look at, Yeah. Uh, you know what i I never thought it that. that that would be a good thing or there's maybe a, that's expand an it. Easy fix. so somebody doesn't play as much as someone
5: else does no big deal. everybody's gonna get on the floor, and whoever's on the on the floor at the end if the game is close, then show us what you got but uh that's an easy fix. That, that'll give you three more roster spots per side, and uh, they're still going to be the fourth guy who said, hey, I should have made the team. But, uh, no, uh, as long as the fans get to vote, the situation's going to be a little bit skewed with the starters. But, you know, they did a pretty good job with that this year. But picking the reserves is up to the coaches, and uh, mm-hmm. I think they know who gives them fits when they're playing them head-on. And uh, for the most part, Every guy that's going to be suiting up on Sunday deserves to be there, I think.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Coaches, the coach, excuse me, the two coaches.
5: Well, Glenn, Doc Rivers has made it clear. He feels uncomfortable walking into the situation. He did. He just happened to be the coach who was eligible. And he he spoke highly of his uh, predecessor. Mm -hmm. He's made it clear. He doesn't feel he belongs there. And, uh, that was a gentlemanly thing to do. I just, uh, you know, it, it's the kind of thing where it's an honor to be coaching because it means you've done well with your team, but, um, you know, coaches are kind of an afterthought in the all-star game. Really all they have to remember is who hasn't played yet. Yeah. And get that guy in there for a little bit, because mm-hmm. I don't think there's much to this from a competition standpoint, but hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully the game comes down to the last mm-hmm. two minutes and, uh, there's some strategy involved and somebody, you know, makes a heck of a play and someone goes home happy and someone goes thinking, well, I can't wait to get out of here. So there's that yeah. part of it, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of a uh, game coming down to the final minutes, uh, first and foremost, we do, you know, send our most sincere thoughts, uh, to, um, uh, Kansas city, uh, because of the, you know, horrific, uh, celebration, you know, the horrific uh, mass shooting that took place at their, uh, their celebration. And, and hopefully, um uh, you know, there are, there's no more loss of life. Hopefully everyone else that was injured is, is going to pull through. But um, that, uh, that aside, the game itself, the actual game uh, going into overtime, what, you know, what are your thoughts on this year's uh, Super Bowl, how the game went? Well,
5: briefly, I, it's hard to put aside what you just said. Mm-hmm. Another senseless gun crime yeah. in our country where life is lost there are still several people in critical condition. Those numbers may increase. Let's hope that they don't. Yes, um, indeed. I hope. I hope one day I would live long enough to see uh, change in our in our country as it pertains to how easy it is to get a gun and how people wow. misbehave with it. That's not going to happen in my lifetime. But to your point about the game, uh, it was good for TV. Uh, There's a couple things that stick out to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, the 49ers were 3-for-12 on third down, 3 out of 12. That's not good. And where was Christian McCaffrey in the third quarter? Why did they get away from him? Why didn't they give a healthy dose of him in the third quarter to Kansas City? I'm not so sure the game wouldn't have ended up differently. On the other hand, we'll never know. But people talk about a missed extra point. What about Christian McCaffrey being – uh, MIA in the third quarter. I mean, that's a coaching decision. You know, they they were calling plays from the sideline. Purdy does not call his own plays. He can audibleize at the line if he sees something. But I gotta wonder why in the world they got away from McCaffrey in the third quarter because he had played uh, some.
1: Well, he was. Football. They were starting to key. They were starting to figure him out, and he was well, getting I stuffed. disagree with that. I, that you guy's know? hard to figure out. He runs between the tackles.
5: He can catch the football. Mm. They didn't use him in the third quarter. I don't believe he was shut out at all. However you have to give credit to the Kansas City defense you are correct in that sense mm-hmm. that you know hey we're not going to let this guy kill us we're going to pick our poison but just hardly anything with him in the third quarter and again 3 for 12 on third down is bigger than a lack of Christian McCaffrey in the third quarter that was uh that's a telltale statistic mm-hmm. it was good for television you know there was some uh, there was some drama involved mm-hmm. um i don't know that uh it could have been any better scripted. You, know, you had an overtime. Uh, you had a repeat champion. So a lot of people were happy. We didn't get too much Taylor Swift. We got just enough. <laughs> and and I mean that respectfully to that young lady. Mm. So with that being said, it was a great Super Bowl. The TV numbers were off the charts. I'm sure the commercial numbers were uh, commensurate. And uh, all in all, I enjoyed it. I watched the whole thing on TV, and I don't do that that often. I very rarely watch an entire football game or basketball game without getting up, you know, and doing something and coming back to the television. So uh, I didn't see the halftime show, but I did watch it uh, in terms of a replay. That was significant for a lot of different reasons Mm -hmm. and some obvious ones as well. But all in all, I think the the average viewer all the way up to the season football follower had to be happy. Uh, with the Super Bowl.
1: You know what? The one thing that I, I guess I wasn't bowled over by were the commercials. Uh-huh. There, there weren't any commercials. And I, again, I have to admit, I didn't watch it as in, as closely as I should have because I was walking back and forth. And uh-huh. when, it, when it went into overtime, I just took a shower because it's like there is no, I no, I just knew there's no way San Francisco was going to come out of that ahead. Uh, you go into overtime with Kansas City, or the Super Bowl you're gonna lose so um I and I was right so um but the the commercials I I looked at because they say that a lot of times some of the best ones are right before the game starts you know leading into the game uh, yeah. and then this quarter or whatever and there was only there was only one or two that I really remember uh, uh-huh. and one was a dr. Pepper where um, the uh, quarterback, uh, was being pulled into the the wind tunnel and Dr. Pepper in one hand, and he was holding on to the right. something in that the other. That would have
5: been out even prior to the Super Bowl, but that, I think that whole uh, Fansville thing with Brian Bosworth is really a pretty cool yeah. thing. It, it's 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 morphed into a, a mini series of sorts, yeah. especially yeah. with college football. But yeah. you know, I uh, I still think that uh, the that dogs are always going to be the star of commercials. I didn't see any dogs. I might have missed it, but that I didn't,
1: and the, you see any dogs, AJ? So I, I
3: vaguely remember it but I I was, yeah, I, I, was, I, I, was I was having a time. The dogs school. are always
5: <laughs> off the charts. I
1: mean, they they
5: they they're, they're fun to watch. They're easy to train if there are professional training involved of course. Um uh, I always liked the Clydesdales. I didn't see them but maybe I maybe I missed it as well. I don't remember but, seeing the Clydesdales. But that's old school stuff. You know, that's stuff that's been around forever mm-hmm. but uh but I you do know, know
1: this. Yeah. Go ahead. Go well, ahead.
5: Well, a lot of people could be fed in this country for what people are paying in terms of advertising rates for the Super Bowl. But I that's know. commerce. That's big business. That's never going to change. But it was a staggering $7 million for a 30-second spot. Yeah. So if you went over 30 seconds, you paid more. I don't know what the 60-second mm-hmm. rate might have been. I'm sure it wasn't double, but I'm sure it was probably time and a half. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's amazing to me. But considering the global uh, reach that you get for that spot, uh, obviously, those, those prices are never going to go down. But uh, no.
1: for me, it's always about dogs and Clydesdales, but I don't recall mm-hmm. seeing either one. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the movie industry uh, invested a mint yeah. because there was yeah. trailer after trailer after trailer uh, for those products. So, uh, you know, the, the entertainment, the movie Hollywood makes a lot of money. Um, makes a whole lot of money because they were all over all of those spots they were all over they have got
5: a huge investment in uh, in, in those films and I think what's Mm -hmm. another 7 million right Mm -hmm. we'll reach an audience in advance and hope that that money pays for itself but talking about movies what's the best movie you've seen in a while I'm just curious you two, both you guys and gals what's the best movie you've seen in a while
1: I will say and I've seen it before but I hadn't seen it for a while Hidden Figures uh-huh. Um, I is a feel good movie plus it was history black history month and it was just something that I just really enjoyed uh that movie. I I don't I don't know about any other movies that, that I haven't well yeah what, what about you AJ have you seen a good movie lately?
3: Uh no. I yeah. haven't actually.
1: I, I, but I'm not much of a movie person. I Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My I'm not either. My attention span is a little low. My atti- yeah, well, mine is too. I have the attention span of a gnat sometimes when it comes to watching. Well, I saw but a movie, movie about a Hidden month Day. ago. Uh-huh.
5: Excuse me. I saw a movie about a month ago, and it still resonated with me. In fact, I thought about going to see it again, but I'll probably just wait until it comes out on, you know, whether it be HBO or however it channels out under the cable, uh, Netflix, whatever. Uh, American Justice with Jeffrey Wright. Was one of the most compelling, entertaining, emotional. I've heard of that one. I've uh, heard of that one. It's, it's absolutely incredible, in my opinion. If that guy doesn't take home an Oscar, something's wrong with how they award those trophies. But I've heard that's a good just, one. I was just curious, but you're right. There was a proliferation of trailers, or hey, go to this website and see this more of this trailer, uh, what have yeah, you. Yeah, and, they uh, it. That's good marketing if you can afford it. I mean, why not? You're you're reaching. A ton of people in 30 seconds because people are glued to these commercials yeah. now. People they don't get up much, you know. They, maybe they run to the refrigerator or you know to the ladies' room and get back real quickly, right? Mm-hmm. But the point is, you're right. There not was, to,
1: yeah, not I, to mention the squares too. You know, if anybody at a Super Bowl party and <laughs> yeah, there's that yeah, uh, you know, the squares. I, yeah, so there was at least five or six trailers advertised, if I'm not mistaken. Abs- oh, probably more than that. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Your buddy Jeff wants to uh, holler at you. Hey, Jeff danny's on the phone how are you hey how are you doing there danny jeff
4: good
5: afternoon how are you sir
4: fantastic you, do you mean american fiction with
6: jeffrey Ray? that's the name of the movie
5: yeah i said justice excuse me you're absolutely correct thank you
1: for doing that uh, uh, anyway my, i know what he was talking about because i've heard it in a good my that in one. my advanced age i i stumble occasionally but <laughs>
6: uh, <laughs> no. that was it, what that's really
1: correct
4: but then I think me and you're the same age, you know, but sixty four, you know, is uh, is wonderful. Yeah. It's fantastic, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean anyway,
4: but no, I, I uh I watched the Super Bowl for one and 2, two three. I'm just disappointed they didn't have they didn't do the the uh the, the conversion for Godzilla versus Kong, you know, because 'cause I'm a that's <laughs> right. I'm i I'm, I'm a classic nerd. I'm sorry. I am. It's I know all right. yeah. They must not have a
5: movie coming out with either one of those characters right now.
4: Yeah, and uh, I'm glad Deadpool is back. I'm so glad Deadpool is back. So I saw the commercial. Yeah. Wolverine is back. And I'm also mm-hmm. glad. And I'm going to go see Dune. I'm I'm going to see Dune Part 2. So, mm-hmm. But anyway, Danny, well, do you think the Kansas City Chief can do a, three, uh, a back-to-back, another back-to-back, another 3 P.
5: Well, if you can get the, the core group back healthy, keyword of course, mm-hmm. and you can avoid becoming complacent, and you have the best quarterback in the league uh staying healthy i don't see why they could not they've got a great coach they've got an organization that is uh, it looks like the core group is going to be back intact now again injuries play a part and that's a daunting task to win three super bowls in a row but i don't uh i don't see why they can't again staying healthy and staying hungry those are two different things but they go hand in hand and uh I think they're going to be active in the draft and the free agent market as well. I still think they would like to have a, a burner receiver. They've never recovered from the uh, the loss of Hill. You and, yeah. you know, and, and, and who can, because that guy was a, is a world-class talent, but they piece together a pretty good team and, um, you know, they can run the football as well. I mean, yes, to answer you with a long answer, I believe they can and, I You know, I don't care what Las Vegas says, who's the favorite next year and all that kind of thing, until you chop the head off the snake, the snake rules, and I think they can do it again.
1: I think so, too. Okay,
5: but besides
4: Kansas City, at this point, well, obviously you're going to see the AFC, but who is stronger,
1: the
5: AFC or the NFC, going into next Good year? Question. Good question. Uh, you know, in the AFC, you, you look at Buffalo, you look at Kansas City. Uh, I think the charges will be improved under Jim Harbaugh. Uh, you know, got to keep an eye on Houston. Obviously, C.J. Stroud as he continues to mature as a quarterback and a, a phenomenal job by their their coach down there as well. And then in the NFC, usual suspects, they flame out at playoff time. Dallas will be strong in the regular season. Again, I do believe that. Uh, certainly, I think the Green Bay Packers are going to be a team to watch next year. They're well coached, and they should have beaten San Francisco. They had them beat, and I and they that's going to be something they have to think about during the entire offseason. But if you're just going to put me on the spot, I'm just going to say that's a tough one. They're close, but I would say the AFC by a feather. Okay. Well, anyway, but, but
4: Tina, A.J., Danny, I am a Renaissance man. So I do like my, my popular culture. So I'm going to go see Dune when it comes out next month. And then I'm
5: going mm-hmm. to go see, uh, what's the other one? Oh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes! They did do a commercial for that. That was an. That's always an interesting uh, uh, setting as far as those movies. But I want to thank you again for correcting me about that movie title. Uh, That's a a phenomenal
4: American Fiction.
5: Yeah, that's a phenomenal film, and uh, it has everything. Ten minutes of that film will make you laugh and cry in the same breath, and uh, I recommend it highly. And uh, I probably won't go again because I'm too lazy. But I love it when they come out either on Netflix or HBO or somewhere. That's what I definitely
1: want to see again. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and and it's I I but I have heard. I remember the first word was American something, so I have yeah. heard that, that it's well, good. Yeah, Jeff is correct. It's fiction, not justice. And it's mm-hmm. it's just a an
5: extremely interesting, compelling and it tells a lot about our society in many different ways. And there's some brilliant performances. In that movie, And uh, Jeffrey Wright, at the top of that list, Is uh, he is always someone I've admired. I thought he was great in Boardwalk Empire on HBO. Uh, he's just mm-hmm. an extremely talented actor and someone who was uh, one of the great actors of my era, to be quite honest with you. And I think that much of his work, he's phenomenal.
1: Wow. Well, I'm going to have to check that out. Check you
5: should. Out, you should out, do too. that. You can go to a matinee and just bring the receipt back if you don't like it. The movie, I'll pay you, but I'm not paying for your popcorn, okay? <laughs>
1: well, that's more than the cost of admission, isn't it? <laughs> that's probably true. You know, I always go, uh, what is it, the senior
5: rate after four or whatever. <laughs> I I think the two of us got in for that film uh,
1: under $25. I was pretty happy. I think it's before four, isn't it, Danny? Whichever it is, whatever the is. Yeah, it's, it's prior was. to 4 o'clock. And I I can remember there a long, long time. I never went to a movie. Uh, yeah. I never went to an evening showing of anything because I always wanted to get the matinee price.
5: Of course. And yeah. I tell you this, going to the movies now has become totally electronic. Mm-hmm. Now, you can still
1: buy a ticket
5: when you walk in, but I got on my phone. Believe it or not, I was mm-hmm. able to do this. Yeah, pick... Mm-hmm. I picked my seat. You can pick your seat. It was a recliner. I almost felt. I thought, man, am I going to be able to stay awake? This I don't have furniture this, <laughs> this good. Yeah, and uh, it was. It was all. It was all good. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I kind of miss walking up to the aisle and and handing my
1: ticket to the usher and him tearing it in half. But yeah, those yeah. days are long gone. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So, Danny, what else before we have to let you go? Well, I, let's
5: backtrack if you don't mind. I, I a couple things real quickly. Mm-hmm. I wish that tomorrow night was free to all the inner city kids who buy nba jerseys and and bug their parents until they get a pair of of uh, nba Mm -hmm. shoes that are Mm -hmm. uh, designed for their favorite player that's one thing but Mm -hmm. i I look back at at the risk of redundancy what happened at that kansas city parade is a portrait of america clear and concise we can do better Mm -hmm. we must do better um Personally, if all the guns in the world were thrown at the bottom of the ocean, which is not an environmental thing, I get mm-hmm. it, I'd be happy. But um, I just think that it's, it's troubling to me that these things continue to happen, and they become old hat, and it's just another one, like, oh, gosh, another one, and then we're on about our day. It's time for this to stop, and, I, again, I don't know if I'll live another week Another 10 years, another 30 years. I know I'm not going to live long enough to see it stop, but I sure wish it would get better.
1: Yeah, we all do. America loves, uh, loves guns. We just have to figure out how everybody can... You live know, coexist and live, live, without, live amongst yeah, each it's, other it's, without the uh, without the we drama. Figure out how not to kill each other. That would be a beautiful thing, wouldn't it? It would be. Would be. Would be. Hey, Danny, enjoy the weekend. Uh, this is uh, this is great. I, uh, AJ and I were just talking about how the, in one day downtown has <laughs> just taken on a completely new look. There's a lot of excitement in the air. Uh, a lot of fun things to do, and uh, well, I hope you get a chance to. Well, I will enjoy say
5: this, uh, and, and a tip of the cap to Rick Fusen. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of people at the Pacer organization involved with the NBA on the Mm All-Star thing. He has led the charge. He will be uh, retiring here uh, in the early summer. Uh, He's going out with uh, many feathers in his cap, but uh, Mm -hmm. he was the key cog behind this. He is uh, always involved when there's a big event in Indianapolis, but specifically – when it involves the NBA and obviously the Pacers as far as a support group is concerned. He and his staff have done a wonderful job. I bumped into him today, this, and I asked him, I said, this will all be over for you about 3 a.m. on Monday. He just smiled and winked at me. <coughs> uh, certainly good people make great things happen. The city's a great host. This is a big event. You know how I feel about the financial aspect of it. I won't bore you with that again. Mm-hmm. But uh, get out and do something connected to the All-Star game. There's all kinds of things going on. And uh, enjoy yourself and be safe, Indianapolis. Please just show the whole world that we can come together, have big numbers downtown, behave and get along.
1: Absolutely. Danny, well said. Enjoy the weekend. I'll talk to you next time. You too. Thanks. All right, thank you. Uh, and that's all the time we have for right now. We're always Praise AM 1310 and 95.1 FM Indies Inspiration. Don't forget about our website, praiseindy.com. Willie Moore Jr. on the radio, he is up next. Thank you, as always, for listening. Don't forget our new call-in number, 317-972-3008. As always, 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 please, everyone, be safe and be well. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connection.